Welcome back to Dads on the Air, coming to you around Australia on the Community Radio Network. In this program, we bring you informing and entertaining conversations with a wide range of interesting people on topics of fatherhood, family and parenting, and men's and boys' issues. Hi, I'm Bill Cable, and our special guest today is Anthony Fells. Anthony is a former member of the West Australian Legislative Council, representing the agricultural region from... 2005 to 2009. Anthony grew up on the family farm located east of Esperance and he began his education in Castletown before attending Esperance Senior High School and the University of Western Australia where he studied agricultural science. Anthony is a nominated candidate representing the Non-Custodial Parents Party Equal Parenting in the 2017 Benelong by-election. Anthony, welcome to the program. Thank you, Bill. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. So, uh, Anthony, uh, I, I guess the first question is, uh, why did you join the uh, the Equal Parenting Party? I'm endorsed by them to nominate and uh, run in the seat of Benelong. So I support their aims and objectives, and I've had a lot to do with um, parenting and child support and, and children's welfare in particular um, for many years, even before I went into Parliament in 2005 in State Parliament in Western Australia. And then I've been involved in helping establish smaller parties and independent parties since that time. So I've had, you know, you, you have dealings with all of the minor parties around Australia when you're dealing with preferences in Senate elections and all of that sort of thing. I'll, I'll definitely support their cause and, and the issues that they raise and I'll advocate very strongly for those. And uh, it's very difficult, obviously, for a smaller party such as this to get elected into any seat let alone a, a lower house seat in a, in a by-election as critical as this one. Mm. But um, but it's it's the best opportunity, I think, to to pursue the issues that, that are of concern to a lot of voters out there. And this this is a major issue that affects a lot of people. It's not just the angry fathers who, who are angry about family court issues and orders or whatever else. It's, it affects grandparents, it affects children, um, it, it, it causes a lot of pain and anxiety and hardship and all sorts of other problems. I don't think the system is working well. There's been many reviews into it and there's been a lot of recommendations to improve things, but it's very slow to get the government, any government, to to improve these things. Anthony, just Um, before we get on to that, um, I have to ask you up front, uh, your surname Fells is an unusual name. I'm just wondering if uh, you owe allegiance to any foreign power. I, I don't owe allegiance to any foreign power, but originally German background, but the family came out to Australia in 1850 or 1849, I think it might have been, to a place called Seven Hill in, in Adelaide, just, or just out of Adelaide, in the, in the near Clare. And um, so I'm seventh generation West Australian. Oh, well, that's but good. I don't know, I, I don't know over my allegiance to any other country. I'm very concerned about that issue and the citizenship issue, and it should have been dealt with long ago by the Prime Minister. And, and the Attorney General, in fact, sorry, the Governor General, and it's, and it's going to continue for a long time. There's more that's going to come out, and uh, I think the public are sick and tired of having members of Parliament in there who, uh, in breach of our Australian Constitution, and, and either weren't aware of it or didn't take necessarily steps to inquire about it. Um, but I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've 
been across these issues for ever since I was in state parliament. Yes, and of course very relevant in the seat of Benelong where you're standing, so uh, with John Alexander falling foul of it. So you mentioned before about the various inquiries into family court child support. Are you able to sum up what you think is wrong with the family court? I've advised a lot of women and men over the years about how to deal with the family court, and I really don't think there's anything to be afraid of if you go in there and present your case fairly and openly and honestly, and the the, the Family Court Law Act is all about the best interests of the children. But I, but I think the problem with the Family Law Courts is lawyers. Mm. And once lawyers get involved, there's a lot of money changes hands and it all comes out of the family assets and, and there's a lot of friction starts to develop, there's a lot of problems start to develop. And, and, and if one party is, is represented and the other one is not, there's a lot of technical issues and legal issues and procedural issues that get in the way of a fair outcome. And I think that is why a lot of parents feel at the end of it all that it's, it's quite unfair. And um, it's, just, it's just a very costly exercise. It's, it, people go in there, you know, they've entered into a marriage in the beginning or, or a relationship in the beginning, loving each other. And, and once they end up in the family court and and having to deal with people who are making their the decisions about their lives and their children and their their assets and their homes and, and whatever else, it is it is soul destroying. That, that's what that, that's what the government has to look at, and even the courts have to look at that. Is they they shouldn't just sit at the back and and, and use the court rules and the court and, and the family court law and, and how some lawyer has presented that to them. There, there's always a lot more to an issue than than what's brought before the court or on the papers that are presented to the court. And and and, and I've seen many cases where all of those processes are manipulated. And, and, and the concerning thing for me going to this election is that there was a, a, a joint party committee, Labor and Liberal, made a whole lot of recommendations two and a half years ago, tabled in a report to Parliament, chaired by George Christensen, and it's just been railroaded by the Turnbull government, um, they're not, not intending to adopt a whole lot of those recommendations. I think, I think they're talking about rec- re- implementing two or three of them. Um, but there's some major issues in there that, for example, recommending that there would be more counselling and, and um, mediation in, in dealing with child support issues rather than just the department making a decision based on information from one party. And I, I know, you know, if, if, if one parent rings a child support agency and and says one thing, then um, the child support agency will contact the other person, relying on that as being the facts, and and the other person is, is essentially guilty until they can prove themselves innocent. And trying to get in contact with this organisation, they, they, they won't allow you to meet them in person. Every government department has got security and all those things to deal with that. The courts have got security. But I, I think it's wrong that you, you cannot even meet your case manager or the person who's dealing with the issue. My own involvement in there, you, you, get, you get a different case manager every time you ring up. But when they make decisions, it's, it's a very difficult process to make an objection and, and to know what your rights are and what you can do. And even if you know it's, it's wrong and, and unfair and unjust and everything else, they, they're not interested in, in helping or, or assisting to sort it out. And um, it just becomes frustrating. And at the, at, at the end of the day, it just... It becomes very difficult to get on top of it and you, you more or less give up. 
And we're speaking today with, with Anthony Fells, who is uh, standing in the Benelong by-election for the Non-Custodial Parents Party, Equal Parenting. Um, Anthony, we're just going to take a short break now. We're going to listen to a song called Making Whoopie by Dr. John and Ricky Lee Jones.
And that was Making Whoopi. And we're speaking today with Anthony Fells. Anthony, uh, we were just talking about the problems in the family court and with the child support uh, regime. Your party is pressing for equal parenting. Do you think that would solve a lot of these problems? I, I, I think it's a good basis to start from because that's that's a situation before uh, a relationship breaks down or you know, when, when a man and a woman are living together with children before they separate or divorce, then that is the status quo. And I think it's a good point to start from, much better than, than one party moving out with the children and um, or kicking the other party out without the children and then waiting you know, two or three years before it gets to the family court to decide what the parenting arrangements should be. And by then, under the current situation... The parent who's, who's, who's taken off with the children has had them for two or three years, in, in mostly in their own custody, and and the family court is structured to try and preserve the status quo. And, and in my situation, I had custody of my children when when we separated, and um, but I had no idea family law or how any of this sort of thing worked. And when my wife came to me and, and said she wanted a separation, I was I was, I was totally stunned. But I, I was prepared to move out of the house and let her have a bit of time for a while and things. And I spoke to a number of lawyers. I went and saw some family lawyers and was told pretty quickly that if I do that, by the time it gets to the family court, it's going to look like I've moved out. Mm. So um, we, we ended up living together for six months while we were going through the family court. This is 20 years ago. Shared the same house when we were right through, and she only moved out after we'd finalised. We, did, we didn't actually go to court in the end. We settled. I went into the lawyer's office and said I wasn't leaving till. This was sorted out and we sorted out and we were very good friends ever since then. My first instinct was to try and give my ex-wife a bit of time and hopefully we would, we'd get back together. But um, that would have put me in a very difficult position in the future trying to claim custody or equal parenting with my children. Mm, unfortunately, you don't get too many... Um, chances you don't get learned to by experience in this situation, do you? I mean, you're thrown in at the deep end and you're not quite sure what to do. Well, you get you get one chance and that's it. You're not only got to make it fair, but it's got to look to be fair, and and that's why I think is equal parenting is is a good start. And you mentioned earlier the child support regime. I mean, it, it used to be an agency. It's now transferred to the Department of Human Services, but it's I think it still operates on the same principles. Uh, what are some of the problems you've heard with uh, child support? Well, one of the most difficult issues is not being able to meet with a person that is dealing with your situation. Having to ring up so you you get whoever's at the end of the phone. They're all computerised now. Most of these are based in Houston. So I'm in Western Australia, so I can't go into the local office and deal with one. I, I don't even know where my case manager is. They could be in the other side of the country. Well, they are on the other side of the country. But I get a different one every every time I mm. ring up. If I ring up at you know two o'clock in the afternoon in WA and it's five o'clock in Sydney, they've gone home. So just issues like that make it difficult to deal with them. But the I, the only reason I got involved with child support actually I, we, I didn't have child support agency involved with me for a long time after I separated. When I once I was a member of parliament, I was earning a lot more money. Children were ten years older. Everything was going. I thought everything was going all right, and then I got a phone call from a child support agency saying. I wasn't paying child support and I was earning a whole sack of money and the children weren't living with me and, and this and that and, and I had to pay all this 
uh, while they were going to assess it, I had to pay a whole lot more child support. I said, hang on, I'm paying all that. They're all you know, private schools. I'm paying all yeah. of that. They've they all, all got private health cover. So we don't claim any government assistance for anything. They live with me. But the, but the, the guy on the other end of the phone didn't want to believe any of it, wanted me to prove all of this sort of stuff. I was paying money into their mother's account for various things and providing things for them. Well, eventually, my ex, well, I said to my ex-wife, I said, look, I, I can pay your child support through the child support agency if you want, or I'll, I'll continue to pay all the school fees and everything else, but I won't pay both. And when I stopped paying school fees, she, she pretty soon um, asked the child support not to collect. But it took, it took several years before they actually ceased to act and, and want to collect. But the, the difficulty is, well, how I felt dealing with them, was that you're, you're treated as if you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. They don't believe anything I said, but they believe everything that they've been told to make the assessment in the first place. They actually, after I left Parliament, I and, and, and then I was no longer on the, the MP's salary and wages and everything else, but they, they assessed my income based on all of my entitlements and everything else. The state government never paid me my entitlements. Including, and actually some money to my children who were working in my electric office. It's clean. They, they used to clean my office once a week. The government refused to pay them as well. But they assessed my income based on a whole lot of things that I might have been entitled to, disregarded the fact that I didn't get it, mm. intercepted my tax refund. The year after I left Parliament, I had about a $16,000 tax refund due to me because I'd been paying tax on my parliamentary income and then I'd finished before the end of the financial year. They intercepted that. They, they made a wrong assessment on my income and, and therefore how much I should pay to my ex-wife, intercepted my tax refund wrongly. Um, I was wondering why I hadn't received my tax refund because on farming I was, I was counting on the money to come in during the year to pay for chemicals and things I needed on the farm, wondering where it was, rang my accountant. He said, yeah, I sent it all, I haven't got it. I eventually I tracked down the tax office. They said, oh, yeah, it's been taken by the child support agency. And when I contacted them, they, they when they looked into it, they actually told me that they'd made an error in the calculation and they were going to pay me back the money. And anyway, I was, I was very annoyed that it took so long to in the track, track down what happened. I, I put in a complaint to the department to investigate how such a thing had happened because um, I felt like I'd been targeted, but maybe some other people feel that way too sometimes, but I was pretty frustrated about the whole thing. They rang me, they said they were going to refund me the overpayment They'd actually taken it out and paid it to my ex. And um, when, when I wrote them the, the letter of complaint, the girl, I remember her name was Simone, she rang me and she, and she was quite helpful before this. And, and she said, look, Mr Fells, we're, we're very sorry. We made an error and we, we can refund you the money, but only if you withdraw your complaint. And I said, no, that's blackmail. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I want the complaint dealt with because I don't want you to make this error again for another member of parliament or any other person who gets in that situation that uh, you can't... They blamed it on a computer error, but that was sounded pretty bizarre. And if it was a computer error, I wanted to know what it was so that I'd fix it. Anyway, I never got that refund, and, uh, and we, the Ombudsman investigated it. They couldn't work out it was an error by the tax office or the child support agency. And in the end, they, uh, they didn't refund me the money. They kept it in credit for about three years against what my child support obligations were. I always pay money into my ex's account direct. But they don't count that. That's another problem with the child support agency mm. is they want to collect the money and, and get involved. And for parents that don't want to be involved with that, that do want to look after their children, I think there ought to be some recognition that where you pay transfer money 
by direct deposit into the other person's account in cleared funds, um, clearly identified who it's to and who it's from and who it's for, that that ought to be counted as having made your contribution for the other children. And and for those parents that don't contribute that, I think the, the government ought to be very tough on them. Yeah. But when, when you're doing the right thing and your children love you and love being with you and they're having a pretty good life, probably probably spoiled more than kids that don't have, uh, not in that situation in some ways, financially. But the child support agency ought not to be involved unless they need to be involved. And there's thousands of cases there where they don't really need to be involved. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, we, we've got a public service in this country that's somewhere near 2 million people now. And, and we've got a, a debt and deficit problem the, the parents that don't need the child support agency to get involved um, being able to deal with those issues themselves and without the lawyers and without the, the costs of the bureaucracy to deal with it. Look, there's a, a lot to do and uh, look, uh, we're speaking today with Anthony Fells who is uh, a candidate in the upcoming Benelong by-election. Anthony, we're just wondering if you'd like to pick us a song. Yeah, sure. I'll I tell, tell you what, I'm a great fan of ACDC. I went to their concert in, in Perth this time last year and um, and one of my favourite songs of all time is, is A Long Way to the Top, if you want to rock and roll. And it's the same in politics. Um, I, I've always found it a great motivating song. When I was going through a separation and feeling pretty pretty low, I always found it a song that picks you up, you can turn it up loud, and it's very motivating. And But it's very true, and it's the same in politics. And whenever I'm campaigning, it's a song I like to listen to. So I hope a lot of your listeners enjoy enjoy that song also.
And that was It's a Long Way to the Top, If You Want to Rock and Roll, by ACDC. And that was specially chosen for us today by Anthony Fells, who is uh, standing for the Non-Custodial Parents Party Equal Parenting in the Benelong by-election. Anthony, it just remains for me today to uh, thank you very much for being a, a guest on the program. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, thank you for the opportunity. And um, I, uh, I hope a lot of your listeners feel better about things. And, and if they've been through or going through any of those sort of problems, um, don't give up, don't despair. There's light at the end of the tunnel and do the best thing by your children. Well, that's, that's, that's good advice, and we wish you lots of luck in the in the by-election. And don't forget, we'd love to hear from any of our listeners. You can go to our website, dadsontheair.com.au, send us an email, and we'll be in touch. If you'd like to listen to this show again or any of our shows, go to our website, dadsontheair.com.au, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. And we'll be back next week with another show on Dads on the Air. <laughs>